0: Hi, I'm Ellen Sentier, the Heartful Badass Coach. Being badass is about being the real you, being strong, feisty, confident, knowing your own truth and walking it, feeling the fear and doing it anyway, with a heart full of joy and boundaries that really work. I learned how to be the real me through telling and writing stories, And now I'm a best-selling author, as well as a badass psychotherapist and coach. I tell stories a lot in podcasts and blogs and in the coaching programs I do. Being authentic, living your own story, that's being the real badass you. And being real badass is being full of heart, caring. Because we've lived through all that shit, haven't we? So we know it in our bones, and we really do truly feel compassion. So come on, let's do some badassery. Let's change ourselves and watch the whole world change around us. Let's make our lives, our businesses, and our hearts sing. Hi everyone, on a Thursday this week, and not a Friday. As I said, I'm off to London tomorrow Um, going to one of Anne Thomas's pop-up shoots, pop-up photo shoots, which should be so exciting. I'm really looking forward to it. But it does mean I'm not going to be around because I shall be gone from this house by seven o'clock tomorrow morning and I will be back in this house again until half past nine tomorrow night and I won't be in any position to do live shows. So we're doing it tonight, but that's fine and I hope that's fine with you. And now I've got the hang of Restream, I can get it all sorted to you and recorded and sent out to everywhere else as well. So, on with the show. As I said, are you still feeling a bit iffy about all this witchy stuff? Contacting my Lewis, my who, my what, how do you pronounce that? My team, my spirit team, really, is there such a thing? Yes, there is. Absolutely, there is. I've been using it for all my life and served my clients for the past 30 years. And I'll be telling you a little bit about what some of them say and how it works for them later on. But we're talking about how your Tulua's can really help you clear the decks and get yourself sorted for where you need to be now. And that could be just a revamp, generally. It might be a rebrand. It might be changing tack altogether, going from there to a complete pivot to over here, to a completely different thing. Yes, they can. I thought just to start off with, I'm gonna be putting my glasses on and off, so never mind, put up with it. It's okay. Um I thought I'd share screen with you for a minute because I've got some I went over some pain points, a whole load of pain points with clients over the past few weeks and talking about how one's To Lewis, one's team, can actually help with them. So let's share my screen and see what we've actually got. Oops, no that's the one I want. Let's go for that one. And, as you can see, there are various things on there that are regular pain points that everybody knows about. So, like making, why am I doing this? What is happening here? I need the full screen let me go on to the other thing like what do we do when there's too much to do there we go what do we do when we get burnout who doesn't get burnout most people do even i do very occasionally but usually when i've just forgotten to do something useful and sensible so burnout comes from wearing too many hats very often juggling too many aspects very, very common among solopreneurs because we feel that we are the only person around. We're the only person to do anything. We're the only person to actually be able to do something. And that's where having your to do with you makes so much sense. Now, normal solutions, that's this bit, normal solutions are outsource your task, ask for help, virtual assistants, freelancers, schedule company offsites, and um, all that kind of thing. And I'm not knocking any of them. They're all useful. But you can have extra. With your gang, you can uncover the roots of what makes you get burnout in the first place. What are you not doing? What could you do more? And it helps you compost all those roots, of all the stuff that's difficult, and transform them into a really new growing medium, a new soil, a new fuel for your new you. I call it turning ogres into allies. And it's also very good for when you're making decisions. We all get decision fatigue, who doesn't? And choices, how do I make choices? What is it going to happen? What is is going to work with that? Well, again, your Toluys can actually help you make decisions. It's actually really useful for that. And they can see the bigger picture, which you can't see, because we're human. These guys are not human. And there's a hell of a lot of stuff, physical and non-physical, that is not human. So your spirit team can see much bigger picture than you, than any human can. And so they will help you prioritise. And they will help you mull over things, sort things out, get a handle on things that you hadn't even thought of before. And they'll help you do all the ordinary things like making routine decisions earlier in the day, setting boundaries on the decisions you let yourself make, and following the 80-20 rule, only optimise the top 20%, none of which I'm knocking at all. But follow the 80 22 80-20 rule. Only optimise the top 20%. Uh, How do I know what's the how do I know what's the top 20%? Part of my decision, and part of my fatigue with decision is that I'm not quite sure that that is the 20% that I need to optimise. Your Toulouse will know. And then there's The dreaded imposter syndrome which can be really bad in fact it's awful when you get it it's a real confidence issue thing you doubt who you are you doubt what you can do you doubt whether what you can do is actually any use to anybody whether you really have to go away and take up road sweeping whatever so yes the normal solutions list past accomplishments and skills vital very necessary Seek mentorship from those ahead of you. Maybe. There can be problems with that. I'll go into that in just a moment. And do remember that all entrepreneurs, all solopreneurs, we all feel that way. We all get moments of, is this really working? Can I do this? Is it actually any good? Is this all a load of drivel? But here again, your Toluus knows just who you are. It knows what you're worth. Your, your gang, your to Lewis know what you're able to do very well and, what, and they know it very well too, much better than you do, because you're getting all screwed up with imposter syndrome. So, if you get connected with them, you always have reliable, astute advice that you can trust. And guess what, your to Lewis will sing your praises from the rooftops and into your ears, not just everyone else's, and that makes a huge, huge difference. When you hear it back, when you get affirmations on who you are and how good you are, when you're seen, your Toluids can see you, even if nobody else can, they can, and it will make a difference, I assure you. And then there's a the difficulty in delegating and asking for help and wanting control, but needing support, and oh, uh, it's like being pulled apart. And so, yes, you can start by small outsourcing, hire a partner, someone with complementary skills, focus on mentoring and, and oversight versus doing, yes, all good stuff, not mocking any of it. I do it all. But you do get that. What's the issue once you're once you connect with your Telus? The issue sort of goes into a different size. It really does. You'll have the best partners in the universe with your Teluith. They are the best partners you could have, better than you've ever dreamed of. And they actually help you find the right human partners too. As I said up here just now, seeking mentorship from those ahead of you and hiring a partner, those can be really difficult things. Really difficult things. Because what you end up doing, I'm going to stop sharing screen now. What you end up doing is you end up listening to other people and taking their word for it doing what they say, almost without thinking, or you sort of think you're not worthy enough to do this, you're not good enough to do this. Imposter syndrome comes in again. They know better than me. They're ahead of me, so they must know better than me. They're a mentor, so they must know better than me. i better do what they say. Even when inside it doesn't quite feel right, you've got this sort of Mm, not sure. But, but they're, they're bound to know better than me, so I will do what they say. So humans are fantastic. I like them, mostly. And humans can give you lots of advice, and they will tell you all about their own struggles. But are those your struggles? And do you care about those struggles the way you care about yours? You may. You may not your Toluys, your spirit team, they will care about you, they will know you, and they will come back with the right answers. They really, really will. So your spirit team can help you clear the decks of a lot of these problems. And sometimes they do this through the old composting idea. Now, I did a live about composting with Nadine Eyre a while back, but And I'm going to do some more later. But composting is really important because it comes in four processes. And I'll just run through it quickly with you. The black, the ligredo, that's the sorting. I've got to use my notes here. So, excuse me, I'm just going to put them up a little bit. The sorting through of what's going on. Do I really need this? Is it past its sell by date? Do I need to send it to a good home? Could it actually be turned into fuel for the new me? And is it just plastic that needs to be diso- disposed of and recycled? So you need to go through that sorting process. Guess who you've got to help you. You're not sitting there going, well, you know, maybe I need a new pair of, mm, I don't know, do I actually, mm. who hasn't been there? We all have. You've got someone sitting there saying, no, you don't. You don't need those anymore. You actually need to move on to something else. Or don't throw that away. You really will miss it. And they're people. They're not people. They're your team, your spirit team, your Toluus, who you can trust because you know them. And then you've got everything sorted. So you've got your disposal pile here. You've got your make-new-fuel-composting pile here. And you've got, I better keep those because actually they're going to be useful. They just need a bit of refurbishment so the middle pile is all going to need to go in the bin do you know what happens here and this is something that your Tuluith can really help you with it's the willpower to put that stuff in the bin and it's also the willpower to say that is rubbish, that is going, that is going to be recycled gone it won't even make you feel gone Have you ever cleared out after a friend has died? I've done it with both of my parents and with my husband's parents. It can be so painful because you're looking at this thing and you haven't seen it for ages, and it's got a load of memories. And that happens in your business, that happens in your practices, but I've always done this. You know, I've always used Zoom and not Restream, my current problem. how do I do that? I can't really let go of Zoom. I'm, oh, I'm not sure. Do I trust Restream? All of that happens. Can I let go of this? This was, this was my mum's pen. I've always seen her use it. I'm never going to let it go. Maybe you should. Maybe that should actually go to one of these lovely secondhand shops because somebody else will use it. You won't. You'll probably just put it in a drawer and say, that was my mum's pen and bring it out every five years. Somebody else could be using that. So it's having this willpower and the strength to do it. Your to Lewis will actually provide that. I show you methods of how it will. And I get you to try it, and I get you to do it, so that you know for yourself that it will. You don't know it because Ellen told you. You know it because you've done it, and it does. That's what all my parents say. That's what they do. So they give you the strength to let go. And as I said, these exercises, meditations, ways of doing things that I show you that help you let go. And it's an enormously big problem in business, in life, in relationships, with your kids, with moving house, everything. So then, Third process, but so you've done that and you've managed to get all the stuff into the compost bin that you should, all the stuff into recycling that you should, and this pile is here and it actually is going to get refurbished, it's not going to get put in a drawer. So your third bit, and this can be so difficult for people, it's actually waiting. It's actually doing nothing. It's actually saying, I've done this, I've done this, I've done this, now I've got to sit on my hands and not do anything. How hard is that? Yeah, it is. It's still hard for me. I've got all the practice. I've got the Toulouse, so they give me a kick in the butt, you know, when I'm not waiting. Sit down and shut up and wait for this because it's not time yet. Because it's not time yet. Things have their own time. When you really sit there and look back over your life, maybe with a glass of something nice or a cup of something lovely, you can see where things have had their time and when their time is coming up. I was only talking with a friend this morning. Thursday is usually my day off. Um, I spend it with a friend and we quite often do gardening or we go for walks or we do things together. This morning we were gardening, putting a rose in above the pond. Yes, I'll show you later. Not today. And we were doing this and then we sat down with a cup of tea. <laughs> wow, that looks good. That's going to work. That's really great. And so we were talking about this waiting and things coming in their time because she's just had some really, really good news that really she's been waiting for for years, two, three years. And I'm not going to tell you what it is, but it is absolutely beautiful for her. And it has changed her life. And because she's been working with me and she knows about working with her to lose it, she does it every day, all the time, takes it into her business, takes it into her personal life. Because she works with them all the time, she's felt there's something coming. I can feel there's something coming. I don't know what it is. I've got a clue what it is, but I can see, I can feel, I can sense that something is coming. The other week it came, and she has had to be patient. She's had to not chase it, not want it. She said, it came out of the blue when I wasn't wanting it. That was really, really significant, because that opened the space. And she was able to do that because her has helped her to be able to say, OK, I've got to wait. So I'll groom my horses. I'll clean my house. I'll help Ellen with the garden. She can come and help me with my garden. We'll go for a walk. We'll go out to a garden centre or a nursery. But I won't try and do the thing that I really want. I will leave that. We used to have a big raven cooker at home, and they're on all the time. And when you want something to boil, you pull your kettle, say you want it to boil, you pull it over onto the hot part of the hob, and it's boiled in two or three minutes. When you don't want it anymore, you push it to the back. We call it the back burner, where it keeps warm, but it's not boiling, and it's not boiling away. So we push these things that we don't want, is put them over on the back burner where they can keep warm. They're going. They're still being nourished. We know they're there. We are going to get to them sometime, but not yet. And your Tulus, your gang, and your familiar, they all help you wait. And they all sort of grab you and say, "Oh, not now, Ellen. Go and do something else. Go and plant that rose. Don't try and do that now. It's not time. And the more you do it, the more you trust them. You don't try and argue and try and push it forward and push it forward and push it forward. Because quite often that, well, quite often, so often that doesn't work. So they help you to have this patience. And then you come to, we're at it, we've done it. (coughs) <coughs> it's called the rubada, in the old old way of talking about it. It's the outcome. It's when all the sorting and the composting and the waiting comes to fruition. And there it all is new. New inspiration, new you, new path for your business, new ways. Even if it's just a new office or a new desk or a new view out the window. The waiting and the preparing, however big or small it is, comes to fruition. And you absolutely know you're on the right path. You know that all of that rebranding, all of that remaking of your business worked. And again, to Lewis help you to know that. Somebody was asking me only the other day, he said. I'd like to know things, you know, I sort of think I do, and then I doubt myself semi imposter syndrome again, and this was he's working with to Lewis. so he's been doing it for a little while, he's doing very well, but he's still not quite sure every now and again he gets a doubt was that me? was that me just making it up? was it a little rubbish, really? so I'll tell you in a moment, I gave him a couple of things to do, which actually work but I said, knowledge and knowing are different things. You can have loads of knowledge about history or computing or business studies or sales or looking after horses or whatever it is you do. Masses of knowledge is there. We've all got that in our own theme, our own sphere, the thing that makes us, us. Knowing is different. And years and years ago, it must be 40 years ago now, I dreamed up, literally on the spot, when I was being asked about this at the time, a little story which tells you about knowing. So, imagine, there you are, sitting quite happily, and I throw a bucket of water over you. You're wet. You know you're wet. You do not need to go to a webinar. You do not need to read a book. You do not need a course. You don't need a 12-week package. You don't need a university degree. You know you're wet. You may not be able to describe it. You may not be able to artic- articulate it. But you absolutely know it inside. probably very cross with me to throwing a bucket of water over you. But that is the difference between knowing and knowledge knowing is when you know you're wet in the old languages in britain got a word ken do you ken that it's very scottish and do you ken it do you mean i know it not do you know about it knowledge is often about something but the the kenning the knowledge is knowing it. And in Britain, or England part, and Cornwall and parts of Wales, we say cunning folk for people like me, Arwinistian, people who know their are like my clients do. They all are now too. And cunning folk is the old term for wise ones magic people. And cunning comes from kenning. It's another form of the word of knowing. So being with your Tillous, getting connected, getting to work with them all the time, every day, means you know. You don't believe, you don't think, you know and that's so important because particularly say in business you know when you're on the right path and you also know when you're on the wrong one shouldn't have taken that turning just now how do I get back is there a, is there a side way that I can get off is there a different way that I can get out of the situation that I sort of accidentally landed myself in because I know it's wrong even if all your friends are saying, oh, but you've just signed this contract. Oh, you've just got this wonderful deal. Oh, you've got this wonderful whatever it is. But in your heart, you know it's going to go sour. And if you stay with it, and some people do, that's exactly what they find happens. that it goes sour on them. It goes wrong. And then they have to throw piles of work and piles of money, maybe into it to try and rescue it try and bring it back to life instead of just whoa, reverse gear turn right and your toluas tell you when that is and they also warn you before you get there so provided you you're listening properly and hearing you'll know not to do that so does this seem as though your Toluans might actually be quite an exciting gang to get together with? I assure you they are. Oh, I was going to tell you what my friend, my client, who's a bit worried, been a bit doubtful. Am I making this up? All the usual sort of worries. So I said, well, a couple of things I could do. Said so number one, you may not like this, in which case I won't do it. Uh, I could send you a little reminder of, to get in touch with your Tuluith every day. I just send you a little WhatsApp, you know, 10 word WhatsApp. Do this. This morning's was something like were, you know, be careful choosing your friends. Always get your familiar and your Tuluith to check them out first. And another one might be sit down with a cuppa. ask your Tuluith, which. Of the many tasks you have to do today, which one should you begin with, and which one should you put most energy into? It might not be the one you prioritized yesterday, But if you do it, you'll find it works. And uh, three clients doing this at the moment, and they're all going, that's making a difference. That's making a difference. And the other thing that I've told a couple of clients to do, is they were interested in tarot and things like that, so we found a tarot pack that they like, which is pretty. I use for this purpose. I use picture ones, not the not the Rider Waite, which is pictures, but it's different. I like drawing, sort of like the picture behind me. What do you see in this picture? And just every morning, just take a card and. Just look at it. What do you see in that picture? Like in the picture behind me, there seems to be an empty space. And is that a figure in the middle? Is that that two figures? What are they doing? And you don't try and translate it. You just look at it. And then, you know, there you are making a sandwich for lunch. Oh, that's what that was about. That's what that figure was telling me this morning. And you get insights from it. Now couple of people have done this and they bought their pack and uh, one of them had this thing (laughs) she'd never done it before and she opened her box and oh the pack's in two halves uh what do i do now which one do i take and immediately this uh, just grab one came into her head so she picked it up first pack and uh, how many times do I have to cut it? Do I have to shuffle it again further? Just turn over one. Those words came into her head. Just turn over one. So she turned one over. And it immediately meant something to her. It immediately meant something that was important in her business life to do with a relationship that would make a difference. And it just gave her an insight of what to do. So she's kept on doing it for a couple of weeks now and she said the difference it's made to my belief that the Toulouse are telling me things. I know it's not me. I absolutely know in my bones it's not me. I know I am asking my Toulouse for guidance, for insight, and I'm getting it. And it's not you're going to meet a tall, dark, handsome man, usually um it's just like some little tiny thing like call so-and-so today i was gonna call him on friday no call him today call him today today is the day for that call and they get this kind of thing this kind of little help as well as the big help as well as the help throwing things away help letting things go the help of waiting the help of actually sorting through stuff in the first place the big help like How do I actually do outsourcing? How do I share stuff around? How do I actually find a partner to work with? Do I actually need to have a partner to work with? The big stuff, it does the little stuff as well. So, has that helped you at all? I hope so. I hope that's helped you to get the idea that all sorts of things can come to you and that working with your Tulu is really good. Really useful, really fun. So that's it for this week. I'm off to pack and get myself ready for London. And I shall see you all again on Friday next week. It'll be usual time, usual place. And as they used to say in the 1920s, wear a recognition. <laughs> you don't have to do that. But I'll see you all then. So bye for now. See you next week. Oh hey. I hope you enjoyed that. Hope it pulled out some new ideas and new ways of looking at life, the universe, and everything. And I'd love to know your comments, so do send them to me. Doing and being badassery is fun. It makes your heart sing, and that helps everyone. And it helps you put the soul back in your life and in your business. Business, when it's really working, is fun full of badass reality and makes your heart sing so let's stick all those rubbish old work ideas of toil and drudgery in the compost caddy, let's recycle them into something fun and useful that's what badassery is about, having fun and being useful if you'd like more get on my website www.ellencentier.com sign up for my newsletters and check out my lives and vlogs let's get to know each other Let's get together, have fun, grow your life and make your heart sing. Let's be real. Come on, let's light our fires.